Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. I'm here. Got it. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Hey. It's been a pleasure to have you here. I'm no, so excited. That's to- not how it works. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just come in and take everything, man. <laughs> it is 10.45 in the morning in Krabby, Thailand. Yeah. I'm out here with a hostile homie and also my real homie, Austin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. 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 People are gonna be like, they oh they're white. Yep. <laughs> Those guys. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> I can well, tell. I, I was white until I went out here without any sunscreen for like 15 minutes. Yes. Yes. Austin got cocky. When he says 15 minutes, he means like two hours. Yes, I have become a crustacean. Your skin doesn't look like it would burn this bad, but he it looks <laughs> like he's just got fluffy fat mittens on his hand. Just red ass <laughs> puffy oh, mittens. Man. It doesn't, it looks better than it did, but we're here. (laughs) I'm alive. I'm alive and very well, actually. Austin and I flew over from the States to Southeast Asia um, five days ago now. Yeah, the six. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, the six. That's right. It went by fast. Yeah, but I also feel like within those six days, we've seen so many different things, so it hasn't felt too fast, you know, like... I feel like I've already been places now. Like I already yes. have some shit under my belt. That's like, right. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's kind of been a mix of like, oh, that went by fast, and then you look back and you're like, oh no, we, oh, we saw like every. I'm like four years older mentally. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> I have wrinkles. Like <laughs> you have wrinkles on your hands now. I have now. a wizard beard. Somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it went by really fast. Like Austin, you're 94 now. Dude. Your your grandkids are already almost dead. <laughs> Oh, man. man. Don't talk about my grandchildren. Don't you dare, man. (laughs) So we, our first flight was to Taipei out of San Francisco. Uh, I hadn't seen Austin for like, what, six months at that point? Yeah. And the first thing I see when I'm walking through (laughs) security (laughs) is Austin being silly as hell, just kind of dancing, being funny. And then you want to say what you said? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was just really pumped up to see my friend, and uh, I was kind of behind security, you know, so people didn't really have eyes on me. I already, like, went there, did it, I saw him in line, he's about to go through the whole scene, and I'm, like, <laughs> gesturing with my hands, like, yeah, what's up, man, I got a gun, I'm about to blow this place up, <laughs> like, waving a, a handgun around, and Joe's, it was so happy, and it turned so south so fast, he just put his head down, it was, like, instant shame, stress, paranoia, <laughs> It was, and I like also put my hand down because I like was, just realized I got really excited to see my friend and thought it'd be funny, you know. And uh, it was. I'm so glad scary. we made it out of San Francisco <laughs> so because, yeah, I think Joe was very stressed that we might not make it. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen my buddy in so long. <laughs> yeah, Austin's awesome. gonna be so up. good. And then I'm like, is this how the trip's gonna be? <laughs> is this how he's gonna be really after this long? 
he's just gonna he's just gonna get us tackled in an airport. Oh yeah. Well, and while that was happening, that guy, the security guy, was like backhand slapping my crotch area. Oh yeah, he was getting. I thought you were getting tickled, and because he was just giggling, it which, felt like it. So now I'm thinking about your facial expressions and what he was doing. <laughs> it's kind of changing my mind about the whole thing. But we don't have to really get into that, I guess. I purposely go through security with, like, a penny in my pocket. <laughs> just no undies, dude. <laughs> just no undies, a couple swords. So I can have some sweaty dude just, like, awkwardly pat me down. <laughs> yeah. Practicing his fighting moves on my inner legs. Yeah. It's no good. This is, uh, this is Austin's first trip to, out of the country, basically. Yeah, I, uh... I have I went to the Virgin Islands, I think British Virgin Islands when I was eight mm-hmm. I, for like a few days for my aunt's wedding. Um, but I was eight. And yeah. I think like the only thing I really remember, I mean, I remember the water and like seeing lots of animals and lizards, but like my favorite thing was the geckos in the kitchen. Well, you that's, know that's, I mean that's uh, not yeah, 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 not that's that's a bad thing or by yeah. any means, but uh, you know, I was still so young that. I didn't really get the full experience yet. Yeah. yeah. It's weird what you remember at that age when you travel. Like the random things yeah. where you're just like, I went to New York and the only thing I remember, I just bought Pez dispensers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I just associated Pez dispensers like, oh, that's New York. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That's what people do on the East Coast. And yours was geckos in the Virgin Islands. Yeah, yeah. And now out here, there's a bunch of geckos outside of our little, I know. little bungalow it's, and Austin's pumped about them. Yeah. It's very, very welcoming. Taking me back. I love the, I love the lizards. So out here, how's it how's it compared to that trip? This trip is uncomparable to anything that I've really ever experienced. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like taking it back to Taipei was insane. We we're I think we we're both so nervous and feeling everything, but our bodies, we had to be present mm-hmm. and we just, I feel like we didn't really know what to do. And that was the perfect thing because we ended up just being quiet and not really talking and just being there. Yeah. And it felt like we were there for a week and we were there for like maybe 15 hours. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It was a really long layover, but yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. It was uh, we basically had the option to like have a panic attack and, yeah, <laughs> like right. and do right. nothing. I'm glad we knew each other before because we, it would be like the the meals that we had together would have been like the saddest, weirdest yeah, things if we sure. didn't know each other already. Because we just kind of s- sat in silence. Yeah. I think every once in a while we just talked to ourselves a little bit. Like, yeah. yeah, so we're fine. Everything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's okay. I mean, we, we, had a, we had a really good... So we got in this Uber, right? It was an Uber. There's yeah. Uber in Taipei. Yeah, yeah. And we started going and it was like, you know, very rural neighborhoods mm-hmm. you know I and mean, it, it was just for being out of the country for me for the first time oh, i was yeah. like oh damn you know like we're really getting into this like we i had no idea what we were getting into as mm-hmm. we were going to this cafe on you know the maps and after dealing with all of that ticket stuff we, oh, we yes. you know we had to uh try to we tried canceling or seeing if we could get a refund for our ticket in the airport and you know, the language barrier, we ended up getting our tickets canceled. Yeah, our return without, flights. Yeah, yes. our return flights canceled without us really giving permission to do that. And, you know, we had to get on our phones, find Wi-Fi. My phone died. Had to go just on Joe's phone. You know, we're hungry, tired, in the airport, somewhere we don't even know. And then we get in this Uber and 
the neighborhoods are just looking very sketchy almost yeah. like we don't know what we're getting into we get out on these really busy streets with no sidewalks you know there's traffic going all almost there's like all these t's in the road and traffic's coming from everywhere we're just hungry we want something we end up going to this like mcdonald's type yaya burger oh, and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got these rice teriyaki chicken burgers and we actually ended up having a really good conversation about like relationships and just energy i think you know and, and it was a really good like starting piece and i think we kind of are you know we bonded a little bit right there you know yeah, had that like yeah, bonding that. and then from there it was like that's when the adventure just started like it was just crazy from there everything was like it was just nuts, man. It's, I like I have so much respect for Taipei now. Like that was that's been one of my favorite places on earth that I've ever been. Well, I'm glad you liked it because we had no idea what we were getting into. Absolutely, my not. cousin had lived there for a few years, given a few recommendations. But like you said, when we were driving through, because uh, the the airport's in Taiwan City. So we're driving through Taiwan City, and I was I was trying to act like the one who was like everything's okay, yeah, you know, everything's <laughs> fine. But yeah, we were driving by like projects yeah. <laughs> throughout the most rural areas I've right? ever seen. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, this, you know, if at this least is... I'm going to die with my friend. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is how I want to go up. But it was crazy how once we actually got into New Taipei City, yeah. our energy just switched. Like yep. we got, we went to the temple. Yeah, the te- that's the temple. That was what a good start. That oh, temple was, the was, was so cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you... And I are just, we are just like on the same page. Like, I mean, Joe and I were just essentially walking around at the slowest rate I think we've ever walked. I mean, mm-hmm. especially for you being in New York. I mean, I'm, I know you brought that up, like how fast you have to walk everywhere. Yeah. Like every single day you have yeah, to yeah. be speeding. And that just was a complete opposite. We were taking step by step, looking at everybody, hands behind our backs, you know, like it was like all the different aromas, smells, faces, images of these uh, these leaders you know that mm-hmm. they've made it was it was almost like and this temple had like a almost like a carnival feel right yeah it, yeah i would say so yeah it was like but it was very it was still very rich and like had age to it you know absolutely it was like a fun mix because you saw a lot of kids there and obviously yeah. they were excited because there was like yeah, like a kind of like candy being handed out. Right. There was uh, there was like a, I think there was a popcorn machine, which seemed a little inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people are praying, and then it's like, pop, 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 pop. yeah. <laughs> and there was a uh, the we couldn't really understand, and we didn't want to like cross the line of respect. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw I think two white people that entire time in Taipei. You yeah, know? like fifteen hours. Yeah, yeah. So and we saw a lot of people, um, and so there was this like table where there was fruits and food being given it looked like and some people would take you know kind of like a, a communal sharing thing and we had a, a package of unopened uh figs yeah, <laughs> and joe joe was like yo 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 give, give the figs like we have to give the figs up and i felt the same way too like don't get me wrong i felt the same way too but i was like wait like what if that's like super disrespectful like, maybe it's the worst thing we just like go that. hand our like sweaty bag of figs you know <laughs> <laughs> and we were like yeah okay maybe not we'll just we'll just hold on to the figs the only white people they're like you're welcome yeah i know you're welcome these are <laughs> these are so sweaty but, that, that, but on a serious note that was such a cool feeling to like have that was the culture shock that mm-hmm. we actually did not know how to be yeah and so we i mean we just had to give respect and just kind of walk through and kind of watch everybody and I have never felt like that you know it's like being in the states 
it's kind of like almost like an F you, I'm going to be who I am. Mm -hmm. And like, this is kind of how we work. And, and there is completely different. It was just like, I don't even know what's, you know, how do I be? Not that I was worried about like, I mean, obviously the mind of danger was in my head, but I wasn't even worried about that because the people there were, seemed so respectful, especially to each other, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was just like, so worried about being disrespectful that it, it was just, I've never felt like that. Yeah. yeah, it was so cool. Well, it's crazy to think a lot of people do that all the time. A lot right. of people who live in America right? are just not sure what they're supposed yeah. to do. And I think people see it as like, oh, why is that person being weird right? And different? Yeah. And like, meanwhile, we were probably in Taipei, like the weirdest looking, like, yeah, just standing seriously. there with sticks in our hands in a temple. Yeah. Like, is this okay? <laughs> are we good? But just such a, such a humbling feeling where you... Everyone needs that. You need to go somewhere where you just stand out so yeah. much. And they were so nice about it. No one was no one was really staring at all. Like people would look no, at us yeah. and they'd be a little confused because it's not I don't think it's that traveled. Like I don't think that many people from the US or it Australia seem go like there. It. it seemed like they had like there wasn't yeah, there was no touristy feel. It was mm-hmm. like that Taipei was Taipei and it was a running society and it's I mean, it had so much felt like so much history and so much stuff was just going on and we were meaningless to all of it you know like there was nothing about us it was just they were doing they were doing them you know and like we just were kind of put in there and like what a blessing um do you where where did we go what was the botanical garden that we first that was like the first nature park that we hit or was it was a little kids park almost right yeah when we were walking oh, okay, yeah that we was, went to the what? kids park first yeah which was which was hilarious yeah, it was yeah. uh basically a family park with like a lot of these parks out here i've noticed have like little workout areas yeah where totally. people and like i think that's big in southeast asia where people do their workouts outside yeah there's not that many well i, I don't know maybe it sounds like i'm making this up but yeah i didn't see many like indoor gyms no, we and around. I mean, it, at least for the kids, too, because they're all like, for, I mean, obviously we used them as a workout, too, which yeah. is a great thing, but it looked like, I mean, I wonder if that uh, in their society, you know, they have all these structures for kids to stay in shape and stuff. I yeah. mean, how, how many people did you see that were out of shape, really? I don't, Zero. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't think yeah. any. So, I mean, it, that was just really interesting and working out with those kids and them kind of like looking at us and like you know, a little bit nervous and they like didn't really know how to react. But Mm -hmm. once their parents like smiled at us and we, they saw us like working out and doing pull-ups, it was like, they started to raise their energy and work out more. That that was really, really cool. Yeah. They started doing pull-ups after. Yeah, exactly. They're like watching us and doing it. That was cool. Well, after that, we went, we went to, (laughs) we walked down a very strange, like fun street with the market, which was great. We saw, we saw what I only assume is a store that sells cobras. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> there was just a closed, what it looked like market yeah. with just two cobras yeah. on it. And it's just like, what do you sell? Yeah, that's <laughs> chill. He's like, oh, chill, cobra store. Buy, to buy cobras. <laughs> We're just like, oh, chill. Like, I don't know. I, I need to research this, but I don't know if people like sell them as something to eat. Oh, is that I, maybe a thing? I have no idea. Or you're just, you're buying idea. pet cobras or like if you're <laughs> just trying to like buy a cheap hitman you're like I'm gonna buy this. <laughs> cobra sneaking in someone's some house light work ahead of you yeah yeah we know. went we went from there and then we walked down and alley and i remember specifically being like awesome maybe not this alley like we're, we're walking yeah. down it and we we were both just like ah oh, beer sounds really good right yeah now. you know we haven't really slept much yeah T- 12 hour flight 
we're looking just sweaty and weird, like sitting down at a bar sounds excellent. And I think this lady heard us because we walked by this right. kind of like strange looking bar. We looked in it. We only saw sake. We were like, okay, no, no, we want, right. we want a beer. And that lady behind us just went, beer? <laughs> you want a beer? Yeah. And, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly what exactly, we want. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, yes. That's, <laughs> who's this mind reader? Where do we go? <laughs> mind reader. So she led us into uh, Miss Weiwei's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the title of the bar or that was her name. Miss Weiwei was yep. the, the other lady's Ms. name. Miss Weiwei and Cherry. Cherry yep. was the the mind reader. Cherry was the mind reader. Um, what, middle-aged? Yeah, I'd say she was about, uh, she was like five foot, five one, probably about 40. Mm-hmm. She was uh, She was bubbly. She was very bubbly. She was hilarious. Yeah. She walked us into this bar and just immediately they started pouring us beers. Right. And the bar was like the perfect, like if I had an imagine, imagination of what the bar I wanted it to be, it was just like pink walls. There was like kind of karaoke going on in the background. Yep. There was like a, a group of people sitting, hanging, like having fun. They looked like regulars. Right. So I think it was like the perfect first thing for us to like stop at. Yep. Uh, so we, what did we do? We just kept, kept having drinks with them. Right. They, uh, Cherry, Cherry had the best English. It was pretty broken. Um, and then Miss Weiwei came. And so Joe and I are sitting across from each other and, you know, Cherry comes and sits next to me. And then after, uh, Miss Weiwei gets these like tall, they're like 24 ounce glass beers <laughs> and, uh, we kind of have shot glasses and there's like, uh, some really tasty peanuts that I loved they're like uh, it's like popcorn peanuts almost oh, delicious yeah. uh, and they had tea but you know it would be like we were just taking shots of beer like it was almost like a power hour you know at <laughs> U of O but we weren't even close to that and so they would pour us a shot we would all cheers but they don't they don't touch glasses there when they cheers, you remember it was kind of like awkward. She yeah. did. We like went in hard for the for the glass touch, and she was trying to pull out. And we just, I like had to ask. I was like, "Do you guys not touch? You know the glasses when you cheers?" And yeah, she's like, "No touch, no touch." So Which seemed like she was messing with us too. She yeah. seemed like you were like faking out a friend. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're not yeah, yeah. Cheers on this one, <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, we would just. We would just keep pouring. We had like three beers and we'd pour, she'd pour us all the shots of beer and we'd take them. We just started cracking up because it was like, we were looking at each other like, what a great start. This is exactly what we needed because we, we just knew that this is what we needed. We were both looking for the same thing. We get to this dive bar. We're just in it now. We're mm-hmm. just in it. We're just starting to let go of like the fear. This is like welcoming us in and she starts asking if we do American karaoke. Joe's like, hell yeah i'm like i don't really do it joe's like hell yeah i'm like shit this is gonna be this i've never done karaoke before i've like in the states i've never done karaoke this was my first time doing karaoke yeah so what what was the song Uh, it was my my girl Girl, yeah by temptations yeah (laughs) we're just belting it out we go this like it just like almost it's up these little stairs and it's tucked away in the corner it's dark there's like a curtain and we're just singing my girl it's it it it's, was it's like maybe noon it's maybe like 1 p.m at the latest oh yeah point. yeah i i mean probably not even one dude yeah i mean it's i i could f- see it being a.m at this point like <laughs> yeah, oh right. my yeah. gosh and so she sherry uh, is it sherry or cherry 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 cherry, cherry comes up and joins us on stage we hit the falsetto. We, we oh, yeah. really go oh, for yeah. it. We sent it, man. Like, it was good. Seriously sent it. I think that was the perfect 
introduction to any city. You did you did something that you'd never done before. Yeah. And you did it in a completely new area. Yeah. Do you think you would have done that like if we were traveling say to like Florida or somewhere, you know, somewhere in the states you hadn't been Dude, to? Dude, I I could only I mean, probably not honestly. Like mm-hmm. I was I don't know. I just you know, that feeling that we'll probably talk about of like leaving everything you know and just having the option to be anybody that you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously we're limited to our DNA, our makeup and most, you know, the things that we've experienced already. But like just that feeling of who is even going to know Yeah, what, like who's even going to care that pressure of like, you know, the, uh, the ego reflection and like worrying about the way I look and sound and, and talk. I mean, obviously we worried about being disrespectful and mm-hmm. we wanted to have good manners, but, uh, just kind of letting go. That was like the perfect great start. Cause I do not think I would do karaoke in Florida. No, I think I would, unless I was hammered. I mean, I've even been hammered so many times, even in my own city, mm-hmm. being super comfortable with everything, you know, and still been nervous to go do karaoke. Like that was, that was taboo to me, you know, like it was the coolest thing, man. I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it. I wish, yeah, I wish everyone had that feeling. All the, Like you can, I think you can technically have that feeling or trick yourself into that feeling. Because what's different than doing it out there than doing it back at home? Like, what's different than being in that zone where you're in the you're in yes mode and you're going, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow this <laughs> hilarious person into a bar, do some karaoke with them. Like right. that's I don't know. Maybe maybe that's not the best example. Maybe not. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna follow this hilarious person that's very charming and follow me down a dark alley. Yes. yes. Why not? I'm a yes man. Why don't people do I that am a more? Yes man. Well, Live that's because life. we don't. They don't have a chance to tell the story afterwards. <laughs> Joe, it's because they die out. Yeah. <laughs> it's because everyone who does that <laughs> dies there. No, but it's like what you were saying earlier. Like you. Everyone out there, especially, is going to keep going with their lives. Cherry is out there, yeah. probably with some, some more people at that bar, maybe still singing My Girl. I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe she only likes that one song and sings it. But the funniest part about this was at the end, oh, yeah. maybe the most confusing part for yes. us. And we knew something sketchy was going to happen because they are like, <laughs> oh, they're being so nice. They kept complimenting us. Oh, um, yes, the, Colin is very handsome, yes. saying that your beard was very handsome, <laughs> and which us, it is. Not, us, not, that the, not that these are lies, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's a fine beard. But you and I were in such, like, not a cocky state, but we were like, oh, it's just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> people just compliment us. <laughs> yeah, we drink beers, we go to bars, people say we have nice teeth. Yeah, yeah this is just true. how it works. And then at the end, the bill that should have been, like, 300. Three, yeah, 300. Ended up being a thousand. Right. Uh, and the breakdown was what? It was, she was like, a hundred for the beer. So we had three beers. So that was 300. Um, there was like three items of food type deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think including the tea. There's like peanuts, another thing, and tea. Those were a hundred each. So we're at 600. And then she's pointing to herself and Miss Weiwei and, and 200 each. <laughs> and we're like, we're our heads tilting, you know, like a dog that's curious, like looking at each other like, uh, what? what? <laughs> Two, 200, uh, 200 for, for what? Like, no, no, we're like, um, we, you know, we have this, uh, there's some preconceived notions coming into this, all people talking about stuff. And we, I mean, there's, there is some real, 
um, I don't know how to say it, but like, you know, the ideas of prostitution and stuff yeah, that, you yeah. know, we don't really deal with and actually coming into this and just, you know, I remember everybody talking about it and stuff, kind of like joking. So I, <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be that, but Cherry was such a G that it wasn't even about that. She literally just told us 200 each for our time yeah. <laughs> sitting with us. She was just about to charge us 200 just because she was sitting with us. She was a boss, man. I like, respected it, yeah. Yeah, so she was really coming out, and we were like, um, no, like, we didn't ask you to sit with us. Like, we really like you. Like, we were trying to be respectful, and, like, <laughs> it was funny, because Miss Weiwei already knew. She was like, nah, Cherry, like, they're good guys. They're, like, uh, yeah, like, they don't, don't they, do she, this. Like, don't embarrass me. Like, Miss Weiwei was kind of getting embarrassed, you could tell, and, but Cherry's like, kind of, you know, she was really trying to bargain with us, like, 200 for each of our time, you know, and we were like, no way, like, yeah, no, like well, we you didn't... just sat with us and said our teeth are nice, <laughs> which <laughs> felt really good, it felt really good, yeah. and we, you know, I think we might have tipped, so, like, we definitely <laughs> did, but we, we got it down a little bit, just because we had no idea what we were getting into, so, we were playing a little dumb, but also a little realistic, we were like, no, yeah. we, you just poured us a couple yeah. beers, this is, <laughs> we, like, wanted to tip, too, we weren't not gonna tip, we weren't trying to get out or anything, right. but, like, it was just so hilarious that she came in hot with like yeah 200 from my time 200 from miss Weiwei's time like straight up like 200 a piece for just sitting like, what do you think we're doing here we told you your hair was like, good yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think you was doing 200 we, a piece man we should also add that miss, royalty that, uh, that cherry was shit-faced this whole time oh yeah like, cherry was fucked up she probably got fucked up at 8 a.m yeah she was early like when we were walking into the bar she was stumbling into yeah it. yeah <laughs> and then it was funny like like, at the end, when we were walking out, like, nothing awkward happened. She was just like, all right, we'll see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After how awkward that, like, 10-minute interaction was of trying to, like, pay. She's like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> see you guys in a bit. Us. Yeah, you guys come back. <laughs> and you know what? I think we will go back. We probably, I mean, we have to, man. We I, have to. We'll do you no think, go in knowing that. Do yeah. you think Cherry and Miss Weiwei have thought about us? I, you know what? I think going back to the thing where people are just going on with their lives, I don't yeah. think they've thought about us more. I think they really, bought a couple yeah. Cobras. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I don't think so. But I think they would remember us. Yeah. I think we would go back and, uh, and we would still get charged. <laughs> you know, they would be like, oh my god, we haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. What's up? Let's see Mind Girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually 300 each this time. Yeah. <laughs> For our time. Jesus, you've only gotten older, Miss Wei <laughs> Wei. What, what happened? <laughs> Sorry. What happened to us? So we got we got a little like midday drunk. Yep. Then uh, walked out. Maybe yeah, it's maybe noon at this point. After noon or 1 p.m., we're walking through the streets. It's hot at this point. Yeah. And we're just like jet lagged, stinky. But we're, we're feeling, I think, feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think we still had that high. You yeah. know, like all of everything, we were getting run down pretty quick, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that we were just getting that high. We, all of these streets and you remember how big these buildings were? I mean, like apartment buildings everywhere that were skyscrapers, oh, yeah. like skyscraper apartment buildings just... And it would be such a crazy mixture of the scenery, you know, like you'd be walking down an alleyway that looked run down with markets underneath, you know, and shirts being hung everywhere and moss growing up and the windows are caged, you know, mm -hmm. and you'd pop out and it would be 
these beautiful streets and in these beautiful buildings and they're all like intertwined you know it's not like just bad neighborhood good neighborhood middle class neighborhood mm-hmm. like these are all just intertwined it was just like a, a bowl of jambalaya that the city was <laughs> i mean straight up you know like then i just remember we were walking we were walking drunk and then we stumbled i mean we walked really far too yeah. by the way i mean i think we were just still so amazed of about what we were seeing that we just kept going and well, we couldn't just... stop i think if we would have stopped we, our bodies would have shut down yeah we were running on that high the booze kind of leveled us out a oh, little yeah. bit and then we just had to we just had to keep going with it crazy so we went we walked upon and then we found the botanical garden the botanical garden that was such a good start man yes. oh my god just like had no idea i mean it walking into the entrance so it's like we're on the sidewalk and there's it's like red brick almost that's lining. It's like a wall, you know, mm-hmm. and we're like coming like, oh, this looks like a park, you know, like let's try to get in, like wonder if there's a fee or something, you know, and it looks like a small little park and we walk into there and it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. We just start walking through these trails and there's people walking and exercising and meditating and obviously there was like... I remember seeing a lot of ladies like working on their chi. I could tell it. They're yeah. just moving energy, you know, just standing next to a tree, just moving that chi like in and out. Just, and I felt like we went unnoticed again, mm-hmm. you know, just unnoticed, just like walking through this new place. Gosh, well, yeah. and that the amount of in the botanical garden, the amount of respect people had for the silence in there. Mm-hmm. There was one guy going around playing music. <laughs> yeah, there was one guy playing music. <laughs> no matter that what, guy. there's always going to be that guy. Yes, it's just is. like, what? Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> you guys should buy speakers. <laughs> These things are really These new awesome. JBLs, freaking bomb. <laughs> They're so loud. <laughs> but it was great. And uh, going back to like not doing things in your own country, like I live so close to the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. I've never been. Wow. And we walked up on it in Taipei. And we went, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course we're going to go. Yeah. And it was never ending. Yeah. We spent, what, a couple, like an hour yeah. or two in there. Yeah. It and it ginormous. just kept going. Man. It was ginormous. Right in the middle of like apartments. Yeah. And like buildings and businesses, like just randomly, just huge. It, yeah. It was really, really cool, man. Well, that's, that's the best thing about it was... Was it was a loud city. We were walking through, and I mean, like the bikes, right. and everything. There was construction everywhere, and then there was these little pockets where you know you'd go in, you'd go into the temple, or you'd mm-hmm. go into these gardens, and it was silent. Yeah, and you could you know you could kind of hear. You, it was surrounded by apartments, so you kind of had the nice ambiance of right. like people living around you. People were yeah out hanging their clothes, talking a little bit, but yeah, we we sat there, we meditated, and it was like the most beautiful silence it's like oh out here it's been fantastic it's been crazy so we went to that we ended up leaving the botanical gardens mm-hmm. incredibly we're in like a we needed that we needed that to wake back up basically. yeah yeah we recharged and we kept walking we our final goal was this place called ncis sushi yeah and my cousin who had lived in taipei just kept saying this is the best sushi you'll ever have mm-hmm and it's, it's in Taipei, randomly enough. Yeah. Uh, and so we're, we, we're walking towards that general direction, even though we, <laughs> we went oh the wrong gosh, way yeah, like we 10 went, times. Yeah. But we're walking towards that way. And then we come up on what looks like the biggest temple we've ever seen. Absolutely insane. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So clean. So clean. Like, the, the city seemed like, and this was another thing about it. 
here too almost is like the city looks so dirty but there was no trash anywhere yeah there was absolutely no trash on the ground anywhere it was so odd to me like how old and how many how many people were there and there was no trash There's anywhere no trash. like they kept everything so nice this this temple that we came across like i don't remember how we got in here but i mean this this it was a park first and there was a park on like each sides of this temple we mm -hmm. came around on the park side like to the right and he, big ponds with all these koi fish and big fish i've never seen before you know there's some people take taking pictures but it was like um all these oh my god it just so beautiful so aesthetically pleasing right to your eyes and just everybody's smiling and being quiet and looking at the fish and there's turtles on these there like turtles. floating so many patches of like grass that they placed in there that they made it was like a man-made park mm -hmm. but it was so well done and it felt like this felt to me which there was a lot of young people there must have been a college right next to it it was like the college part of town mm -hmm. and like i could just feel like that's where I, I just felt at home right there. You could just almost feel that e those young thinking minds, you know, coming into this world, starting to become intellectuals. You could just feel it. I felt like like there was, there was some smart things being thought right around here. <laughs> There's some smart stuff going on, you know, just like it was open, you know, these young faces like sharing lunch and sitting down and, and they get to do this every day. And like, I don't know. And, and through the trees, this big i mean steps going up to this huge square white temple mm -hmm. with like blue trim almost you know like the roofing on this was i mean how long did it take to make this i couldn't imagine it's huge like to scale like this place was huge and beautiful and, and so we walk up the side steps which was a lot of steps go around to the front where most of the people were and it First of all, the view of the city that you could see from the top of these steps oh and gosh. the two other temples on the side and the beautiful road and like all the things that were carved out that you could see from the, from so far away and how, how slow people were walking and just enjoying their time, being mindful. My jaw was dropped the whole time. We were My just in silence, just like looking up, just still, just like, right, just, oh my God, mm -hmm. what, what is this? So we kept walking. We went through another park. Then that's when we were really in the midst of like the college town. Yeah, and you're right. I had a weird jealousy too walking through. I was like, oh, I want to be. I want to be right? going to there school here. There was like here. something going on, you know. Like they were, they weren't us, but they were doing like that's I, that's I. The only thing I can say is that they were doing them, mm -hmm. and they were, they were doing it well. It looked good on them, man. Like yeah. this place was beautiful. It looked like they were doing things right. I mean, just so many happy faces. When we eventually made it into. Taipei. We were, right. we were in New Taipei City. We made it into Taipei, and that was the re that was a city. Yeah. We were walking through. It felt very new. There was you know there was kind of like a Times Square feel to yeah. it as well. Yeah. But then also like a cool Greenwich Village, like small streets. Right. You know stores, restaurants on both sides, underground. There's a subway going on. It was absolutely oh, gorgeous yeah, yeah. and just like lively. Yeah. We needed that at the end. Right. Because you and I, you know, you and I are going on fumes a couple hours of oh, sleep yeah. each. Oh, but yeah. we're still just pumped. The, the smells of the food mm -hmm. at that point. Because we the smells 
that whole time before had been very culture shock y smells. Yeah. I'd never smelled stuff like that mm-hmm. before. The air over there, not awesome, so that might have been There's, part of it. Yeah, it was it's pretty sweltering, you know. Mm-hmm. It was and it even started to rain towards the end, which kinda of felt nice. Yeah, I think we needed that. It was just so overcast and I mean we walked so many miles that like my feet were like bruising just everywhere. We walked for so long, we just finally had to catch an Uber and the Uber was like a five minute drive. Yeah. Like from where we gave up, you know, we ended up hitting this last park. We finally caught this Uber and we went to the to the sushi place. What was it called again? NCIS Sushi. Ah. Very American feel to it. It had a California flag in it. Yeah. The it, owner spoke just perfect English. Right? Very welcoming though. And it mm-hmm. was so cool right in the middle of the city. Like yep. that's what I it was like I've never been to New York, but it was like what I pictured New York looking like. Felt exactly it felt like Greenwich Village. You know, yeah. you were in there and you saw outside the windows and it was rainy out that night. Yeah. So, so it was that cool blur of lights. Yeah. So you couldn't really see what was going on, but it was a nice Ooh. movement of lights. A lot of stuff was going on out there. Oh, of course. Yeah. All the people on, on bikes. It was the that was the coolest thing, because I'd never been to a city where bikes owned the road. The motorbikes. Yeah. yeah, like the Hundreds. gang of bikes that would go to the front of the light on a red light would just be like, oh, like we would, we would be walking and we would stop just to watch the gang of bikes and scooters start up at a red light and go to a green light and just be like, oh my gosh, they're getting after it, you know, <laughs> like the cars are like watching out for them. They're yeah, just going yeah. for it. It was sweet, man. Well, it looked it like a race. It looked like yeah, a race every time. It looked like a race every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they were they were maybe six inches to a foot away from each other. Oh, yeah. In the street at all times, you know, probably a yeah. hundred of them just going as a crew. Probably none of them knew each other. Yeah. They're just, they're just getting their commute home from work. We saw one crash but it wasn't we didn't even get to see the crash we just saw two scooters pulled mm-hmm. to the side and somebody was on the ground yeah just kind of like aching it looked like i saw their jeans a little bit ripped he looked like he was faking it it looked he like he looked like a yeah he totally james harden that other guy <laughs> i felt bad i wanted to call him out but i just didn't know how but that's it out of this crazy traffic that was the one thing that we saw two scooters just kind of probably bumping into each other yeah like I it know, felt it's it, different it was crazy how quick that it felt safe to us. Even yeah. though we weren't on the bikes ourselves, right. but we looked out and at first I was like, oh my gosh, someone's going to crash. Right, right. They're going everywhere. And then it was crazy how in you know, a couple hours we, would, we were still you know, amazed by the look of it. Mm-hmm. But we were like, oh, they got it. You know, yeah. they, they've got yeah. us down. They do this yeah. every day. They're fine. Yeah. You just got an energy to it. It's, it's, just, it's just different than what I felt. Even with the traffic, just everything. Everything was so different. So our day ended with some very good sushi. I mean, yeah, it was pretty, pretty dang. We were we were very hungry. Yeah. So that I mean that might have gone into it, but we sat down. We ordered. Austin and I can eat, especially sushi, and yeah. we were we were cocky about it. Oh my god! I was like, I'm getting avocado rolls so I can get more food. Yeah. So I can eat more. You know, I was like, I can't. I have four rolls at least, and we ate maybe half of it. Yeah. Well, the thing was, is the sushi there is like you go to Bamboo Sushi or wherever in Portland mm-hmm. and you get four to five, maybe six rolls yeah. in a sushi roll. And it's like pieces, yeah, yeah. 12 14 bucks, you know, for a little bit of sushi. So like sushi is kind of like the delicacy, you know, where we got a lot of money to spend. Mm-hmm. We want to get our taste buds, a little treat. And it's so delicious. And you end up getting like you know, three to four different things, different rolls, because you can eat that much. But 
these rolls were like nine to ten to twelve pieces of roll. Mm-hmm. They huge, were giant, huge pieces of sushi, and we ordered like five rolls each, almost. Like we, I think we you know we each ordered four rolls, ginormous. And the owner, so much. The owner Joe, when we when we ordered it, was being cool about it. He's like, "Holy shit, that's a lot of sushi, guys." Yeah, you guys <laughs> you can guys, do it. You guys good? Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. And he was he was the nicest guy because we. We were explaining our trip to him. We were explaining kind of what happened with our flights getting canceled, mm. our plans in the future to go to Thailand. And he had the fantastic advice for what to do in Thailand. Avoid the second floor of any building. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what a, what a good guy. There's man. people like that out there where you, they're kind of like travel heroes. You go around and you find these people who help you so much and who get you so excited about the trip they justify the trip for you yeah and joe was definitely one of them cherry was too cherry made us cherry made us go okay we're having an experience yes. this is something very different yes. joe completely justified the trip spending all the money of coming out here cuz he was so nice the sushi was so good and he was so welcoming right yeah, he was sending. He was one of those characters that was just sending us off. Yeah, you know, he's sending us off to our to our trip. Now that we're here, now it's funny how that when you travel, people seem like characters. Yeah, because everyone's kind of oh, on their yeah. own little travel this has story. Been a, this has been a movie for mm-hmm. me, man. I've just been. I don't know if it's my mind or if this is just how it is, but like I, yeah, there's just been so many different characters. I just last night talking to Maxime. So Maxime is like six five. Really good looking black dude from France. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice voice. Like the way he speaks is very, very nice. He has a rich voice. It's very deep. Um, Kirsten from Denmark. Yep. She's uh, beautiful, really tan skin, like almost dreadlock hair. Yeah. You know, been everywhere. Very humorous. Silly as silly, hell. Silly, silly, yeah. Um, there's just so many characters, but I just remember last night I. Uh, we took a walk down the street from our our little village, our, our hostel, and uh, we were hungry, and we got the first place we saw that sold food. We just walked in, and I mean, it's like there was a cat with like its side missing. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, a lot of guys walking. Yeah, and there's another cat. I mean, it was very nice, and you know, the people. There's two ladies working, and we didn't even know if they're open or not. We sat down, didn't know if they're gonna bring a menu or not. You know, it was just like. I mean, none of us were angry or anything. We were just so happy to be up there. And I got some spicy chicken soup. Um, Kirsten got like fried pork with some rice. Um, and I didn't even know what Maxime got, but we all shared. We just ate. We were all so starving. We were been playing so many card games that day. Of course, yeah. You need just those relaxing hard. days. Yeah. Every once in a while, you need travel. You- we can't have a Taipei day every day. No, you know? no, you we cannot. You oh can't my put gosh, in that like was twenty rough miles of on walking. my feet, yeah. man. That was rough on my feet. But uh, so, so we got dinner, and um, we are all just kind of getting a feel for each other. And it was like such an odd bunch. Like it was the three people that were just like from so many different places together, and just looked. We all look different, you mm-hmm. know. We're all different shapes and sizes, and we're also into a different place, you know, it was just like a combination that was crazy. And then we ended up getting dessert. We kept walking we sat down at this, uh, it was called roti and it's like a crepe pancake. And there, yeah. So Maxime got 
banana Nutella and the with his accent the way he would say he kept saying it it was just cracking me up banana Nutella like okay. it was just it was so good and then uh, <laughs> Kirsten and I got coconut and I got a huge bucket of Thai iced tea that was just like a shareable yeah. for like you know I think all together is like four bucks four or five bucks yeah um, and we started having like the after we had our dessert we uh we really started talking about some like very forward, progressive, intellectual, spirituality type conversation, and uh, Maxime kind of let go, and because he, he's he's very skinny and slender, kind of reserved. He's funny. They're both both of them are very very oh, funny. You know, yeah. like they both have a really good sense of humor. He started talking about. I mean, we we were, we were kind of talking about politics at first, and that kind of brought up you know like our feelings and stuff and uh he told this amazing story like it was like i was listening to a medicine man talking and and i just happened to you know watch life of pi on the plane oh, good. to yep. taipei yep, that's right. you know and he was telling the story that was almost like make-believe about this spiritual experience that he had and i, I mean i'm not gonna try to even explain it to do it I'm going to get him on the, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to. Yeah. I mean, the story's beautiful. Um, and he almost, he's talking about how he kind of met, he was just drawn to this man that was French-Canadian um, while he was traveling. And uh, the, he was a healer. Essentially, he was a medicine man and he healed people with his harp. Um, and he just kind of took over Maxime for like two days. And he kind of just followed him around. And uh, Maxime had a dream about him and it like brought him to this like new dimension almost and just the way he spoke and how much passion he had you know i was in him you know i was living through him through this story and it was beautiful it was such a cool experience like and it brought it brought my memory up of the first time that i ever meditated in high school mm -hmm. and like i had a like it felt like I went to my life in another time, like I life traveled, and it was like with like a like a cool nostalgic feeling too. Yes, oh yeah, like these stories that we're telling, and then Kirsten was telling us about all of her that trips that she's taken, and like we just were sharing these stories, and we just connected. Like I forgot what they looked like at the moment. I wasn't even. I forgot where I was. Like this was. I mean, this trip has just been insane in that way that like that conversation just pumped me up and just I was just in the moment, man. Like I was so in the moment that I was like it was un it was an unbelievable feeling like the dinner, the dessert, the conversation just out on the street in these like little chairs, you know, was like was beautiful with these people that I can't believe I left you, dude. Like, you know, like I can't believe I even left you and just went with these people. Like it was like moving, like how changing for me to just go out and do that like I was nervous to do that and there's real people and like these are the characters that like played a role in my mind and like a shift and that I've been looking for you know just in that conversation about all these different things so does that feeling feel similar to the this is a movie feeling is that does that kind of go along with oh my gosh this feels like a movie somehow yes yep. I mean this it does I mean it's it's a uh, I don't even know if I wanted to set in so, you know, like per se, but like this, this high that I'm feeling feels so real, mm -hmm. you know, I can't, I can't even explain it. I mean, it's still early in this trip, but 
I am, uh, I'm so, I feel like I'm like becoming like a solidified almost. Like I can feel the weight of my body on the ground here, which is kind of, I mean, that sounds like really simple and kind of silly almost, but just how like busy with work and with relationships and like just the day-to-day life back home that you kind of just like forget what you feel like, you know, and I can just feel my body here. I can just feel like I've been solidified. I can feel my feet on this ground and it feels so good and so real yet so fake. So I like mm-hmm. wonder how much I've been missing, you know, like what, what a cool feeling. Yeah. It's crazy how the opposites almost work together. The things yeah. that feel so fake. Yeah. Kind of wake you up and you go, Oh, is this the, is this kind of the most present I've ever been? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel so like out of place, but so present at the same time. It's like this balance that I think we're being taught of uh, just how big this world is, man. This mm-hmm. huge place that we live is is insane. There's so much out there, and we're gonna even go explore today. Yeah, and find more. We've got more. a lot. We've got a lot to explore. One, it 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 helps. When you find these good, because you're always going to find these great people when you travel. Yeah. But it's easier to find the greatness in people too. Yeah. You you find people that maybe you wouldn't normally connect with if they were in their hometown or right. they were or they were right. kind of going through the day to day of how they normally do. Right. But everyone gets into this attitude where, kind of like you said earlier, you can be whoever you want to be. Uh, there's not that there's not that thing in the back of your head going no 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 that's not how you normally are yeah don't do this and yeah. you and I you and I've had a thing where you know we're we've known each other for so long and we're getting to still try to be yeah who we want to be like you know yeah. and, and it you have to hold back a little bit because you right. go okay all right my friend's here like I I can't completely evolve right but you and I have been very good about letting each other go oh, oh. that's yeah do that yeah. do that thing yeah. Be, be really, that person, really cool. and I think I think when people travel together, they have to they have to do that. They have to let you have to let your friend be different. Yeah. When they travel. Yeah. Because that might be the true them that they've been they've been waiting to right? waiting to unleash, and or maybe they didn't even know about. What a cool thing to do as well. Like, mm-hmm. How cool is that to see your friend evolve? You know, that's what I mean. That's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be continually changing. The freedom here. The freedom here has been like crazy to me. I uh, I had so I had this experience yesterday where I was reading. Okay, I was taking a poop, right? You know, of course, yeah. right? this is when this all is, this, is where this all, is when all experiences yeah. <laughs> thoughts come <laughs> come you know alive and manifest themselves. So uh, I was reading this text from my. Uh, my godfather, you could say, he was like a big father figure of me growing up. He was my, one of my mom's boyfriends. Um, and even after they split, you know, he would come and visit me and just, you know, take me to do stuff. And he was a, a very, very special man. And he passed away a couple of years ago. And I was just, I was just reading our last text because I've saved him, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he was talking about, he was explaining to me that, you know, the, his throat cancer has come back and that, you know, he's doesn't have long to live and how he didn't want to let go because of the, uh, because of the, the little things that are all around us every day and the special moments that we can all have every day. And he was talking about like a pizza sign about, and he could just imagine like two guys 
going to get a slice of pie after a construction job and holding that conversation of just, you know, the day and just sitting with each other. And uh, it was like, I mean, it brought up a lot, you know, it just kind of brought up a lot of just like being mindful and enjoying the simple things in life. And that was kind of how I started my day. And um, we exercised a little bit and, um, you know, kind of refreshed my body. And then I just took my scooter and I just went off, you know, I kind of looked at where I was going to go. And then I just went and I should have wore gloves because now my hands <laughs> are so fucked. They're so puffy. They're so red. <laughs> um, I go into this highway that I haven't been and I come across this like gang of young boys all on their bikes and their scooters. And a lot of them are, you know, doubling up. And they're smiling and I can see that they're, you know, we are coming to a tea together, you know, at a light. And uh, they're, you know, poking each other and like trying to race each other, revving each other's engines and they're laughing and stuff. And they see me and we start going, you know, they're they're fast. They're going through all the cars. And so I'm trying to keep up. And some of them, I start passing a couple of them and I started to get in the middle of the pack and some of them are looking at me like, what the heck? And, and I smiled and I, and I gave them a little like, you know, because I, I, was, I was older than all of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I gave them a little head bob, you know, and kind of sped past them and I'm in the middle of the pack and they thought that was so funny. So they start trying to race me, you know? And I was so, I felt so youthful, you know, this another moment where I kind of forget what's happening because I'm just doing it. And I catch myself and we come across this into this like valley that opens up with huge, these, these limestone rocks that are just ginormous, you know, the weight of them I can just feel. And there's, there's these beautiful trees and we're going down this windy road and you can see far away that the ocean is out there. And it was like, I could just feel this energy and I saw what I was doing and everything kind of just like was in slow motion at this point. You know, and I was, I brought, I started breaking down and crying on the moped. While you were going, driving the Going bike. like 80 kilometers an hour. <laughs> I start crying, you Tears know. Tears flying back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like, that was such a special moment for me. Something so little, you know, just, I felt like a kid again, you know, like I felt like just, that's what life is about. And we get so lost in these things and that just riding this moped, racing these other boys just being in their world and like coming into it and then like accepting it, accepting me, you know, yeah. it was like the sweetest feeling. Like I just, just like totally hit me. Just, you know, I couldn't even explain the feeling of it. Like well, what a cool experience for both of you. Right. Cause you always remember being young and there was like, you know, playing basketball, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, being, being at the park, playing basketball, there was always like an older guy out there playing and whenever he would, if he'd give you like a thumbs up or if he'd give you a head nod yeah. or something, you'd feel so cool yeah. as a little kid, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And meanwhile, we're in this stage where, or in this place, we're in Krabby, Thailand, where we've never been. Yeah. And we kind of want that acceptance too. Right. And so you're getting that acceptance from these kids. Right. And so both of you are kind of going back and forth like, yeah, you're good. Oh, yeah. you're good. Okay. Yeah. We're pumping each other up. Right. And a lot of you talk to people who are older and... They love being around kids because it makes them feel youthful. Mm-hmm. But I think in our age, we're not quite old enough to, to get that feeling a lot. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we're back in the States, if I see a group of kids in the subway, I'm like, fuck, this is annoying. Like, yeah. I don't want to be around these kids. Right. But I think separating yourself from that, seeing these kids in the other country 
and you, that reminds you, oh, I remember doing that kind of stuff. Not yeah. riding a bike, you know, right. when you're yeah, yeah, nine yeah. years old or something, yeah. but but going, oh, these kids out there everywhere are doing the same freeing kind of being silly way. Yeah. And they have it right. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm just starting to understand that they have it right, and that reminds me of how I used to be, you know, and like. I think, you know, maybe as, I mean, obviously as a society in some way, we need to go back, you know, and we need to look at things differently and take them for what they are and be in the moment and be like that kid again, mm -hmm. you know, but grow as well and understand it more, you know, so we can use it to our benefit to help others and stuff. But like, that is such a, an important piece to, I think, our our spirit, you know, is to have joy and have youthfulness and let that just you know exude through us and to others and share that with people like the, the kids here i mean you just see the looks on their faces when they're riding the scooters and they got their little brother or sister on the back mm -hmm. and they're going to wherever maybe they're like maybe they're working or they're you know they're going back to their parents house or they're just going for a drive too or going to the beach or going to play soccer or something you know like the looks on their faces like says it all you know, it's just like, they're mindful. That's what they're there. Yeah. You know, and they, it's like, they're being present. Well, and they're, they've been reminding us to do that. Right? Yeah. They've been reminding us to be silly and fun and present. And then they're also reminding us that these bikes are actually, it's pretty safe to be on them. Or at yeah. least it just <laughs> feels like it. Because when we're scared, I mean, I, I got in at first and I, right? I'm not the type to hop on no. a bike right into getting somewhere and going, you know, 60 miles an hour down a highway. But we did that. Yeah. And it's kind of like being on a plane when you're scared of the turbulence yeah. and you hear a kid in the back go, woo, <laughs> like, this is fun. You're like, okay, things are going to be fine. Yeah. Especially kids here, they've been riding these bikes since they were flying, babies. Riding motorcycles, yeah. not even the scooters, riding the motorcycles, yeah. just flying around. I mean, the bikes are like four times as big as these little nuggets. Yeah. And they're just like, they look like little aliens, you know? <laughs> and I don't mean that by any means of their skin or anything, but like literally the the size of their bodies on this motorbike. Oh, it's hilarious. It's yeah. like, looks so wrong. Yeah. And they look just, like little UFO. They're like yeah, flying yeah, they're flying little, little spaceships, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like, oh my gosh, it's such a cool, so it's such a cool thing to be here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. Well... Austin and I are gonna take our bikes and go on a hike. Yeah. Go to some hot springs and I believe go to a beach that we haven't been to yet. Yeah. Yes. Any final words for this this episode? Um, this is just we're just like getting our hands on the doorknob, you know. And we're about to, I don't know, it's just we're about to open that door. See what's up. Keep listening. We're going to open that door. There's going to be a lot more of this. Thanks for listening to the Hostel Homies. <laughs>